think about the Messi thing? Anything else on the Messi front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This Messi thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 75 of the Batter Herons podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me, as always, is Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? Dude, Messi is here, baby. Finally, we get to see him in yeah, pink without here. Photoshop. He's here. He's here. And everybody was saying that Hollywood, the writers are on strike. As it turns out, they're not on strike. They were all in South Florida. They were writing up that perfect script for yes. that debut, and it was a masterpiece. And we're going to get yes, into all of that and more, a lot to talk about. But before we do, I actually wanted to give a quick shout out to all my Colombians. We haven't recorded since Colombian Independence Day, so for that reason, I am rocking my Iguita Scorpion. The save, you guys remember it from Wembley Stadium back in 90, I don't know what the hell it was. So shout out to all my fellow Colombians. Happy Independence Day, belated by like four days or whatever, three days. So, and we have a very special guest. I believe he's Argentinian. And because of that, I will, I know it's in the past, but the anniversary is coming up soon. I got to throw my Higuita 5-0 back from like 1993 because that's all I got to celebrate. So how you doing? Nico Bravo. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hello. What's everyone doing? I'm excited to be here, bro. I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you. you remember that 5-0? Uh, yeah, I I believe we are celebrating seven months and four <laughs> and five days since we last won the World Cup. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well played. Well played. Yeah, there you go. Right. I mean, I mean, I'm not counting on anything exactly, but just to make sure we threw that out there too, you know. That's all I have. I got nothing else. There you go. All right. All right. So, Friday night was I want to say as perfect as it could have gotten. Even the fact that Drake Calendar, out of character, let a random go get by. It had to get by for us to have what happened at the end of the game happen. If we don't get scored on, we, that, that moment isn't as magical. So we are going to get into all of that. But before we do, I did want to um, just take a quick second, again, introduce formally Nico Bravo from This Is Football Podcast. Yeah, a lot of people follow you on Twitter. And also, yes. I did want to, and I hope you don't mind that I, I quickly bring this up, I want to congratulate you. Uh, you rang a very special bell. It's, it's a very oh. special bell for uh, me because I have a lot of family that have gone through the same. So I want to congratulate you for getting through that and for doing as well as you are. So congratulations and uh, Thank you. I hope nothing but good things for you. Thank you. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. It was, a, it was a tough year, but uh, thankfully, you know, with my family's help and obviously the medicine, I was able to get through it. So I appreciate I'm, it. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. So uh, you were at the game. Chris, you were at yes. the game. And Chris, be, I guess before we get going through the game, uh, in uh i guess in more detail i'll let you kind of just run us through the quick highlights real quick before we get into it well so go I'll, I'll go over the the starting 11 real quick so of course we got drake drizzy drake in the back right playing goalie yes, sir. weirdly i mean well we had Ser sergey kristoff and kamal miller playing the center backs weirdly we had deandre yedlin playing left back and ian frey playing right back off rip that was just a uh, mind boggler but we'll get into that because it seems like you have something you want to say there Right. 
We had hmm. David Ruiz, Dixon Arroyo, and Ben Krem playing the midfield. And then you had Campana as the top striker. And alongside of him, you had Robbie Robinson on the left wing. And you had Robert Taylor over on the right wing. So, so that's, as that's as, as far as the starting 11. As, as far as the starting 11. Nico, what did you think of Ian Frey out at right back? Because honestly, I I wasn't a fan. I love Ian Frey. I thought that he was has been playing great all years, or at least the six or seven games that he's played. But I thought he looked a little off at right back. What did you think yeah, of this he, random he, change? He, de he definitely looked a little nervous, I would say. Uh, unfortunately, you know, the injury happened. I think the injury was like on minute 30 or something like that. I think it was uh, earlier. I think it was like 25 or 20. It was, 20. Yeah. Yeah. It was around 20. It was around uh, minute 25, 26 mm -hmm. is when it happened. 30 yeah. is when he got uh, subbed out for Noah Allen. Yeah. So his best, I feel like his best, like if you want to play him and him feel comfortable, the best bet will probably be with playing three center backs. Yeah, you know, and then having someone like Deandre Jetlin, you'll just just be the that wing that goes back and forth. Uh, however, with the team that we have, I don't think we can play like that. I don't think we have three center backs that can be uh, as strong, you know. Well, and and Tata historically likes to play with yeah. four in the back, and that's why we, yeah. we, we, we I thought although, that although, although might did, lose his job. Although in Atlanta, although in Atlanta, he did finish off when they won the title. He finished off playing yeah. the three in the back. Yeah, that that last part of that that championship season, they did run yeah. with three in the back and two wing backs. Yeah, uh, and I, we looked at and we saw that a couple of weeks ago. But he historically likes to play with four in the back, and I mean, yeah. it's obvious that that's what he feels more comfortable with. To put Ian Frey at right back, he's definitely going to stick with the four in the back. Uh, Chris, yeah. what did you think of the formation? What did anything stand out to you before we get into the goal? So, I mean, and I want to bring something up because somebody had mentioned here in the chat, it was Kata. Uh, he mentioned somewhere here that Campana's not looking good. I mean, of course, dude, like he wasn't playing with Messi. Like Joseph got well, on with Messi and Joseph looks like everybody's saying, oh man, they're going to pass to each other so yeah, greatly. Right. Like of course, right? I, right and, and if and if you see it technically, like I'll ask you guys, you know, who's a better player, Campana or Joseph? Technically, not as a striker. Well, I, don't know. I, I would think that technically Campana seems like he's a better what I saw what I, I saw from Joseph and, and Messi right off the bat, they understood each other perfectly. And not only like if we Saw that I'm pretty sure that Tata Martino saw that throughout the week in practice, and that's why he decided to go with Campana to start off. And then when Messi came on, he immediately took on uh, Joseph as well. I you agree with I, you on the Joseph point. I'm sorry, Chris, just real quick. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you on the Joseph point being more technical and, and connecting with Messi quickly, but you don't think that that has a lot to do with the fact that they sat together for, for the whole first half and kind of broke down the game from the bench yeah. because you can yeah. see them that they were talking and they were they were talking like look we have a chance here this space here yeah. if you do this yeah. you can run in behind here i think that they had a game plan just themselves with busquets before they even walked into the game just between them and i think that really benefited them and i, I kind of felt bad for campana that he got taken off as soon as messi came on yeah yeah i mean he's probably going to get some minutes you know to play with messi so we'll see that we'll see yeah. we'll see who's the best fit you know when messi plays you know i think messi's going to start uh tomorrow on tuesday i think I would hope. You know but what I think. I, 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 you know what I think. You know what I think helps Joseph is that he's he he's, his pace is is a lot is less than Campana's, so it's easier to be able to sort of play with Messi because 
it's not like Ampana who seems like he's just blasting off to be able to get ahead against uh, uh, yeah. against others. Whereas Joseph is a, is yeah, and you mentioned it very tactical, right? He's there waiting for the pass, and he'll link it up with someone else, and then link it back, and then then he'll make his move, right? So he's a little tactical, more tactical in that sense. So I think it might be for a better fit. Yeah, and at times so, you almost feel like you almost feel like Ampana gets desperate on the pitch at times when he doesn't get the ball, you know? Yes, that so, is that, correct. That's what I was about to bring up. The fact that I think that to his disadvantage, the fact that he didn't play with Messi and Busquets because the midfield opened up and you saw a lot of more clear passes moving yeah. forward. Yes. If you watch yes. that first half back, you'll notice that Campana spent a lot of the time in the midfield because he kept coming back for the ball. Yeah. He was looking for the ball because he just wasn't getting it up top. But when Joseph all. didn't have to do that because Messi and Busquets were pushing the ball forward and, and with ease. So I think that if Campana does get on and build some chemistry with Messi and, and everybody else, I think he's he has a chance to finally break out because I, I think that that was the advantage that Joseph had. This right here yeah. is what I want to see. Messi and Taylor. That would be sexy. Yeah, that would be sexy to me. I, I think a lot of people uh, underrate Taylor. I like Taylor. I, th I don't think he's necessarily the best, but I think that he's underrated because out of before Messi, obviously, and all the new people that we're getting, if you ask me what player can he's the only one create, that had for himself, he's the only one that can create for himself, Robert Taylor. I, I think I think, else on the I think Robinson can create for himself. The problem is, yeah. you know, he can't stay healthy. Yes. Well, and he doesn't know that's, what to do once he gets inside true. the box. Yeah. His yeah. decision making needs to improve. Although I give him credit for playing out there 90 minutes. Yeah. And you could tell that he was ready to get subbed out. When Kamal Miller went down with that injury and then they subbed him out for, I think it was McVeigh, he was on mm -hmm. the sideline. He was ready to get out for, I think it was Ascona. Yeah, and yeah. He, he, even, it, he even had a barf moment too. Yes, <laughs> yes. And you could tell in his face, he's like, I don't know if I could do this another 20 minutes. Yeah, and yeah. there was a play where it was a beautiful link up. It was Drake to Busquets, one touch to Messi, one touch to Joseph on the right side of the box. Mm -hmm. And Joseph crossed it. But Robbie was so gassed that he just couldn't make the run. And there was nobody waiting for the ball in the middle. But yeah. if Robbie has some gas, he would have been there for that easy touch. Uh, touch easy tapping. Yeah, an easy yeah. tapping. Not for sure. And then and then, so in the midfield, we'd stay, we had Dave, David Ruiz, Dixon Arroyo, Benjamin Kremaki. Uh, and then on the right, we had Robert Taylor and Robbie Robinson on the left with Campana at the top, which Robert Taylor and, and Robbie Robinson sort of switched off at some point in the game which is where you saw Robert Taylor get the goal from the left side of the field, even All though right. he was posted on the right side, which let me tell you, if I'm a defender watching inner Miami and trying to watch film to be able to understand what's happened, the moment that Robert Taylor turns to his right, like you got to know, you got to attack that space. Cause if yeah. not Robert Taylor is going to zoom it right past you. Yeah. So, and I feel like, I, I think he did. I, he had a goal very similar to that. I mean, it oh, wasn't, yeah. It wasn't like a like a play where he took the one on one and then hit it like this one, but I think it was on the air, right? Like yes. it was like a semi volley, a, a volley, yes, yeah, yeah. So he he's done that before, so yeah, you're right on that. And um, uh, I mean, I don't know if you want me to go well, into substitutions, Danny. No, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about the midfield right. if you guys don't mind. Um, no, go yeah, for I it. Feel like, I feel like you know we're we're getting uh, some new kid. You know, we just signed Diego Gomez. Uh, we don't know much about. You know, because obviously not a lot of people watch the the Paraguay league. Uh, I do feel like he has a lot of uh, abilities, like Almiron, because Tata Martino knows that league very well, and he said it a couple of times. Um, I feel like that might 
have David Ruiz as the odd man out in this starting formation. Really, don't you don't think, think. It's, you don't think it's Arroyo that's going to be the odd man out? I don't know, man. I think that you Arroyo think... might play. I think that Arroyo might play next to Busquets because he, you need a destructor. You know. Yeah. yeah. So you think he's going to stick with the I double pivot? The, the double pivot. The I, I I I feel like he's going to do that for now. Yeah, because Busquets does push up a lot. So yeah. you need somebody and, to stay back. And and, yeah. and we also got to remember, you know, we have Jordi Alba coming now on the left wing. You also have DeAndre Jetlin on the right wing. Both those guys on the fence. Right, so no. one of the guys, so one of the guys is gonna have to pinch back and help out the center backs. Well, know? I think that's why why the defense looks so good the first two, yeah, I guess the first two and a half games is because Gregory was helping out a lot. Correct, because you had Negri and and Yerlin all up top, and but Gregory was coming filling that hole in the middle, so the other two fullbacks or uh, center backs kind of spread out, and yeah, that helped yeah. a lot. And since Gre that's what that's been the biggest missing piece since Gregory's yeah. gone is. I don't know when Gregory's coming back. The the club hasn't said anything about Gregory's comeback. So I know yeah, that I know that they've I know that they've shown videos of him training. Uh, but when we asked the club, the club didn't address you know his timeline. I think what if we, Gregory comes back, it'll be late October, mid-October, like nothing, yeah, what, nothing early. What, what we do know is that Jan Mota is ready to play, actually. You know, he was actually added into the League's Cup roster. So that to me was a big surprise. And that that will be a key addition to the team as well. So who do you think wow. is losing their spots? Because I mean, I don't think David Ruiz is going to see the field very much more. No, um, he's losing he, his spot. I, I thought the yeah. two people that were going to keep seeing the the field were going to be Ian Frey and Kermaki. And I, thought those were gonna, I thought those were the two that would keep seeing I, the I, field. I, I, I thought those two as well because Atata Martino spoke very highly of Ian Frey as well, mm -hmm. and uh, I feel like with that injury, obviously, is very unfortunate. So um, we're going to see a lot more of Yetlin on that side, and I don't know who's going to be a cover up for that. Well, I mean, I guess I really like Dan Noah Allen, though. I think that Tata Martino, Tata Martino, really likes Noah Allen as well. You know, he's the first guy off the bench. He's a bulldog. He's a bulldog. He's a bulldog. Yes. You know what? I. What, is it because he likes you guys Frey more? Because I, I look. If I'm not into getting soccer jerseys with players on on the back, I really don't. I don't like doing that. Noah Allen is probably the only player I would consider get outside of Messi, of course, on the back of, of my jersey because I'm a really big Noah Allen fan. But the fact that he put. Yandlin to start at left back tells that me that he, doesn't, that he doesn't fully trust Noah Allen because that's mm. Noah Allen's spot. I think I, I feel like I, no, and you know what? I, and I'll tell you why I feel like he did this. Cruz Azul's best player plays on the right wing, which is Uriel Antuna. He was just coming off, you know, uh, winning the Gold Cup with Mexico, and he was a key player to the Mexican national. He's team. the one that scored. He's the one that scored against us. Mm -hmm. uh, if you were to start Noah Allen. I feel like on the left. you know being being that you know unexperienced player might have had an effect, especially if you consider that on the other side you also had a very young player inexperienced. In yeah, yeah, correct. Well, I I felt like maybe I mean it was just extremely weird to see Yedlin over on the left, but now that you explained it with Uriel, you know, being one of their I guess powerhouse players, I Antuna. guess it's a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, and don't get yeah. me wrong. And don't get me wrong. Oriel Antuna did whatever he wanted against DeAndre as well. So yes, they're going to show. So you, regardless, you know? regardless exactly. of who you played there, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, I will well, tell you I that think, I thought Nolan held his own when he did come in. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And I, and I think that uh, it's unfortunate for sure that Ian Frey suffered that injury. And the worst part is, is we're talking about what is this his third uh, ACL injury within the last three years. Yeah, I mean, he was, you know, my wife was watching the game on TV and she said that she could see him tearing and crying. I mean, 
not only yeah. just for the injury's sake, but you know, you're just starting to get into rhythm as a player. And Ian Frey was really hitting a different gear at this point. Yeah. Not saying that he's legendary or anything like that, but the fact that he was sort of gearing towards being consistently effective, and then mm -hmm. for boom, in the snap of a finger, like literally non-contact injury, he goes down, and and now we, you know, like mentioned, you're, you're talking about Mota. Gregory was on the list for the League's Cup, so you know, was Gregory on the list? I didn't know. I don't recall. No, Gregory was on this, and, and I don't think Mota. I, where did you see that Mota? I saw. I I, I think I saw Mota on the list. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look it up. I'm well, gonna look it up. Uh, go ahead, Chris. No, and I was gonna say the 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 new player that we have coming in from 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 Argentina. I I'm pretty sure he's Facundo? gonna take. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure he's gonna take David Ruiz's spot. Um, well, no, he's he's a forward, so he's gonna he's gonna play out wide. So he's either gonna take Robinson's ah, spot, okay. or Robert Taylor. Ooh. So I think I think you're talking I about Diego Gomez. Uh, oh yeah, yeah Diego, Diego Gomez. Yes, Diego that's Gomez what I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a bit offensive, so that's why I believe that he might take David Ruiz's spot because I see David Ruiz as being more of a, an offensive midfielder rather than a defensive midfielder. Ooh, wow! That's actually I, I actually saw I actually saw a kind of different. I thought that maybe uh, Ben Krem looked like he was a little bit more offensive, well, and that David Ruiz was a little bit more of a bulldog on defense. Yeah, but I'm considering I'm now from what we had prior to Sergio Busquets arriving. Now that Sergio Busquets is going to be the yeah, pivot, yeah, yeah. I feel like those guys that he's going to have around have to be more offensive. Oh, most definitely, you know? most definitely. And and other than that, Danny, I mean, if you want me to get into some substitutions, I, I can cover those. Obviously, we had some pretty big substitutions, right? Yeah, go go ahead. Get into substitutions, and and then we'll get into yeah, the, so the, I mean, uh, the moment. The moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I because mean, we, we got were talking we about got, the moment. Yes, and so we had Ian Frey. Of course, he he came out off of injury. Noah Allen came in for him, and then uh, in one shot at the fifty fourth minute, we had Sergio Busquets coming in for David Ruiz. We had uh, Joseph coming in for Campana, and then last but not least. We had Lionel Messi coming in for Ben Krem, just like how we predicted, Danny. How crazy is that, huh? Well, we predicted that it would happen in the 60th minutes, more or less. Nico, without yes. lying, when did you think he was going to come in? Because I, I heard some people minute. say five minutes, seven minutes. Uh, we 60th. also said 60th minute. I thought I that he was going to have 30, game, 30 minutes tops. That's what I thought That's that he what was going to have. I thought the same. And my wife is the one that pointed him out to me. And she said, look, he's warming up over there with the red warm-up jersey. I said, well, that's cool. Then I saw him jogging to the midfield. I was like, yeah, no, the no, stadium no went wild. When he took off the red warm-ups, I was like, no yeah. way. I, I actually saw, I, I was actually right there on that corner. Um, and I saw Tata Martino's moment when he literally yeah. called called him over. And then he's like, me? And then he took off, he takes off that bib and the stadium went crazy. It was a fun, yeah, it was yeah it's actually a fun moment, man. I actually enjoyed that. I'm not gonna lie. Well, that and, was, it was almost like if we scored a goal. And and it the was, crazy part of the crazy part about it is, and I was sitting there watching it, and it, that's a historical moment, right? Yeah. Not only not only just in his career, but in terms of just Messi entering into the MLS, that's a historical moment, and that's yeah. something that will be uh, that will live on forever and ever, Danny. And that's aside from the goal that he scored. Yeah, yeah, it was for it sure was crazy.
And the fact that he comes in, and, and I tweeted this, the fact that he comes in for that, and, you know, it, it might be coincidental, you know, like we don't know, but he comes in for the number 30, which he used in yeah. PSG. So pretty much saying, forget this number 30 that I wore. I'm back to mm -hmm. being number 10. I'm back to being the GOAT, you know? It I thought just, that was really was cool. Surreal. I had never, I yeah. didn't notice it until I started seeing it going around on Twitter. That's a very cool yeah. moment. And it's also cool that when his when he first checked into PSG for the first time, he checked in for Mbappe and number 10 was leaving as number 30 was entering. So I thought it was very cool, those two moments. Now, real yeah, quick, yeah. I did want to uh, go in and here is the roster for the League's Cup. And, and it looks like John Mota is not on the on the League's okay. Cup roster. Okay. So but Gregory, right, so is he? No. Gregory. So, yeah, he is no, actually. Gregory is there. Yeah. Is Gregory on? So him? Gregory is there and John Mota is not. Interesting. Mm. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. I knew Greg. I, I knew Gregory. I'd seen Gregory on that list. I just didn't yeah. see Mota. I wasn't sure. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, hold uh, on, Kara. Kara, this is the question that Kara's been asking a couple times already. Should he get the pink or black Messi jersey? I'm telling you right now, Kara, get the pink. Well, you got to get the pink because you you can get the black one next year. Well, can you the get the pink? Goes away. That's a, that's a question. Can you even buy that now? Because I was at the stadium and they had no sizes. Well, depends. If you want the authentic, uh, I don't know if they have it at the stadium, but the replica, they have it everywhere. I was at Dick Sporting Goods the other day and they had a bunch, a bunch with oh, Messi wow. on the back okay. already and everything. But that's right. the, the replica, it's 120 bucks. If you want the authentic, that's that like one might be a little harder. Yeah, it oh, might be yeah, a little harder to get sure. your hands on. You guys have What's any? You guys have the authentic or replica one? Because it's only once one a year, I usually buy all the authentics. But okay, again, yeah. no name on is the it, back. Is, is the material different? Not really. No. It's I mean, similar. The, like the only thing, and then on top of that, you don't have any logos, right? It's breathable I mean, you, mesh. Yeah, it's okay. still comfortable. It's still a comfortable, comfortable quality. I would recommend getting it. I would recommend getting the replica if you're going to put a name on the back. I mean, well, maybe since it's messy, I would get the authentic and then put the name on the back because it's messy. But if it's like anybody else, just get it. Just get now, I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like I want to wait for the, you know, for the next for next season's, you know, um, jerseys. I feel like they're going to oh, do something different. It should be. It should be pink because uh, it's going to be a light color. Unless they well, go yeah. back to white, it's going to be pink. So, yeah, I don't know. But I, I say, especially since you got the moment now, like we have the moment and, let, and we're going to get yeah. into the moment right now. But you have the moment. You yeah. want to get that pink jersey because that was the moment. That is yeah. the I am here. Ja that is the moment. Definitely. So Definitely, let's yeah. get into that. So it, it played out as about as perfect as we, we, we could have imagined. It was a draw all the way towards the end. And once it hit the 90th minute and they said two minutes of extra time, one, I, I couldn't understand why it was only two minutes. And two, I was kind of nervous. I, I've been saying on this show since last year, I wish that this League's Cup format, that they would just adopt it. Yeah, I, I'm sure. all for just give me oh the give me the drama of PKs after a 90-minute draw and give an extra point to the winner. I, I love the drama. Give it to me. But like overall, say, like, like, and, and, yeah, yeah, you know, regular, MLS, season. regular season, yeah, regular season. Okay. I would, I know, I know for, for, for the soccer purists, they think that it's blasphemy, but I, I'm all for it. Just give me that entertainment. Cause if when I yeah, leave man. and it's a one, one draw, we're, I'm like, we're, we're in America, dude, we're in America, you know, NBA, <laughs> NFL, you gotta get that. You get, give me the, give me a winner. 
Yeah, definitely. But, um, I would love winners every time. I don't want any ties. You know how I feel about kissing but, brother, uh, kissing sisters here, Danny. Yeah, well, I mean, if you want to kiss brother, that's a whole other thing. So, um, <laughs> so I, I just lost my train of thought with your brother comment. Yeah, because um, you just tossed that up messy, there. Messy like, moment. Messy moment. Yeah. Messy, go ahead. Messy moment. Oh yeah. So, so he came in and. I, I thought it was going to go to penalty kicks, but I, I I think penalty kicks as a fan, when it's your team playing, I think it's the most stressful thing you could watch in sports. It's yes. very stressful. So I was already preparing myself. And another thing that I was preparing myself is for, look, I, I am a Real Madrid fan. So I was never a, bit, a big Messi fan. Now, I will tell you, anybody that knows me knows, I never said Ronaldo was better than Messi. I always thought that was silly talk. But I was never yeah. a Messi fan because I'm Real Madrid. So the one thing I would always say is, but Messi always misses penalty kicks, right? That was always my go-to. Let me tell you something. I was like, please don't go to penalty kicks. The last <laughs> thing I need is for him to miss a penalty kick in this big moment and in this big game. And man, it, it 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 just it ended up being the fact that he got fouled on the second minute of extra time when they only gave two extra minutes. Did anybody doubt that he was making that goal? I don't pull no out one. my phone for a free kick. No one. I don't pull no out one. my phone for a free kick. And I saw somebody said, uh, scream for me, Danny, because they saw the way I was cheering. I, I don't like just randomly record that. But when I saw that that free kick happened, I was like, I got to pull out my phone because I think he's going to make this because it just was perfect. And and, and, it, and it, I, I, I got goosebumps just thinking about it again. I got yeah, goosebumps. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, it is awesome. And it was a genuine reaction. I know my wife's like, don't you think people are going to think that you kind of faked it? It's like, if they think I faked it, that's fine. But I have my phone out. And I didn't know no. what to do with my hands. I just started yelling. That's all I started doing. I, I, it was an awesome moment. And I'm so glad I was there for it. And it's going to be a moment that lives on forever. Because, I mean, is there going to be a bigger goal in MLS history? I don't I don't know if there is. So what were you thinking when he saw that foul in the 92nd minute? Because, I mean, you said that you thought that it was going to go in also. Chris or myself? Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'll, Nico, I'll, Nico. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. No, I just want to answer one thing before I get to, to my reaction. If anybody thinks that that was fake, I've known this kid for 26 years. That was not fake. So for all of you thinking that that was dramatized, it was absolutely not. That is why he doesn't watch sports around people. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not much of a screamer, all of that, but I lost my mind. I don't know yeah. if you saw the video, Nico, but I, I lost yeah, my yeah, mind. And I feel And I feel like what you want, through is probably what everyone that was at the stadium happened yeah. because uh you had all this adrenaline you know rush just catching up to you you know you were you know pre-game you know knowing that messi is here knowing that messi's gonna play not knowing when he was gonna come on he comes in yes. earlier than we thought he's he's actually balling because every single play he actually did was incredible yeah. every every ball he touched you're you're just amazed about it you know you're you're looking at this guy and you're like how is this guy playing in Inter Miami right now? Like, yeah. what is he doing, dude? Like, he's still, and obviously, I'm gonna be very biased about this. He's still the it's best okay. player. It's okay, be biased. I, I think he's still the he's, best player. Like, he's like still I the told best you, in the world, dude. Real Madrid fan, hate Barcelona, but at no point did I deny he is the best. That's why Absolutely. I didn't like him because he was the best. Absolutely, and just it, it's it's one of those moments where you're like, you know, uh, I don't know. It almost felt like if Steph Curry was about to take a free throw, like, you know that shit's going to go in, you know? Like, Messi's actually going to score that free kick. Everyone, I, so I was sitting, so I was sitting right underneath one of the, the goals that he actually scored, 
And I looked back to the, you know, to La Familia, and every single person had their phone out because they knew that that ball they was going to go in. It was, a, it was a guarantee. I, when, the moment that that happened, I told my son, I said, there's literally no time left. This is written in the stars. Mm-hmm. This absolutely. is going in. This is going in. Yeah. And there's absolutely yeah. no way this was not going to go in. And it almost I, looked like it was planned. Yeah. Like if you think about it. <laughs> but if he did free- get legitimately fouled, though. Like the, oh, yeah, yeah. Although, two, although, although the, the Cruiser 2 player complained. Although the Cruiser 2 player well, afterwards, I, he complained about not fouling him. Well, but I think that was, that, that there was, was more foul. of a foul on the way down when the guy hit him with his arm and hit yeah. him in the face. Like the guy yeah. that was complaining yeah. was one that felt like he yeah. bodied him. Yeah. Yeah. If that yeah. free kick happens in the 86th minute, in the 88th minute, I don't pull out my phone. I don't put. I don't hit record. I, it's not. It's not as special. What was special yeah. is that they only gave us two minutes of extra time, and, and he it got fouled in the 90 on the second minute. Yeah. It, it was like a few seconds after the 92nd minute. Like it couldn't yeah. have been any more perfect. Yeah. And and it also helps. That Cruz Azul had like a very small supporter section. Like they were yeah. scattered, but there was a supporter section. It was section 124, rows one, two, three, and four. And you were next. I to was me. sitting in row <laughs> yeah. four. There if was like a whole back, pack behind me. It's a blue, there's four blue rows, and in the very right side of your TV, you'll see two pink shirts. That's me and my wife. That was us. And I think that might have added to the adrenaline rush when we finally scored. Like Three and a half years of pain, everything just came out of me. And like I said, and by coincidence, my brother bought seats in uh, the section next to ours, and he ended up on the aisle. I was on an aisle, and it was just pure coincidence. I looked at him. We ran. We hugged. We jumped <laughs> in each other's arms. It was it was mayhem, but, man, I'm never going to yeah, forget man. that moment. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. We might not make playoffs this year, but, you know, that moment we're is going to live on forever. We're going to make the playoffs. Oh, I, I, had the pl- I had the pleasure of sitting in front of, like – 10 or 15 Cruz Azul fans, and then right before them was an Argentinian that said, Conche tu madre, like 45 times. So it was a beautiful experience. Uh, before, 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 before we keep go, going on the messy reactions and all the yeah. drama that went through, I, I want to give, I don't know what you guys thought about this, but Busquets. Like, look, oh, we incredible. have to get into Busquets. Oh, my gosh. Busquets yes. looked incredible. Oh, and man. that guy, that guy is like the best center midfielder in the MLS by like miles. Yo, and boy, he only so... played 30 minutes. And, and you know what? And we're going to get into him because good. I, I, I thought that coming in, I, was, I wasn't sure about his stamina here in Miami, his age, box to box. But when I look back at this past year, he played 90 minutes. Just about yes. every game that he played. And once I saw that, I was like, okay, I'm good with this. And I just wanted yeah. to address Bullfrog real quick. It's not Madrid right. fans that think that way. Nobody hates the bad players. You only hate the good ones. Barcelona fans didn't hate Ronaldo because he sucked. They hated Ronaldo because he was good. So yeah. I just wanted to address that real quick. It's not Madrid fans. It's just we hate the people that – speaking of which, what, what's that guy that used to play for – or Chris Mueller. They used to play for Orlando. Right in the first half, I was sitting next oh, to was, this guy. That's yeah. He said he, he was destroyed. His, his yeah, yeah. I fucking I, yeah. He's like he I was sitting next to a guy, him. and he's like, "Oh, Chris Mueller's my best friend." I was like, "Oh, I hate that guy." I'll make sure that I, I let you know if you watch the podcast. Let shout you out and let you know that I hate your best friend. <laughs> and then he bought seats next to ours, and then he bought seats in the other side, in the uh, north side for the second half. So he because he yeah. wanted to be make sure that he was smart decision, I guess, if you got the money for it. 
Yeah. Well, and I want to I want to mention something in in the videos that I've been seeing of Busquets playing. It, it, look, it's like what God is mentioning right now, right? Busquets is so calm, and not only is is that the case, but then you also have like every three seconds he'd always look back. Where's yeah, Messi? His, his scanning is incredible. And his, his, oh my goodness! Incredible. Listen, I play basketball, so I get that, right? But when you're like a distributor in that sense, where you're in the middle of the field to be able to conquer vision of like, you're talking about you're, you're conquering maybe like eight, nine players in the blink of an eye. And for him yeah. to be able to do that so efficiently, that that is, it was amazing to watch. It was yeah. amazing to watch Messi, but to watch Busquets from a defensive perspective, yes, that was just on another level, Danny. If, if you watch back the game, when they came into the game, it was a goal kick. And you watch the first 30 seconds, you'll see Busquets directing traffic, pointing, and right away taking command of the defense and the outlet balls that he was he was basically he had one bad play. Traffic. He had one bad play. He, yes. gave, up bad, he yes. gave up that ball and then yeah, and then we got countered. And luckily the guy didn't know what to do with the ball. But yes. other but, than that, everything was perfect. But and let, this is perfect, it. Brian. Busquets without the ball is orgasmic. That is a thousand percent factual. That is yeah. official tissue at its officialist. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. be before we get into Busquets, I guess we could set it up by talking about the first half and how our midfield was basically non-existent. Yeah. Kremanski didn't have a very good first half. He was giving up the ball a lot in the midfield. And every time we got gave up the ball in the midfield, it was transitioned the other way. If it's not for Drake Callender, I know he gave up a, a goal that he wishes he can get back. If it's not for Drake Callender, we don't have a chance of winning that game because they scored four three zero, or four, four goals. Zero. Yeah, it was four zero up first half. Four one it, it, it could have been. Well, uh, and uh, are we going to talk about Drake or are we going to talk a lot of a little bit about the midfield? Because if we're going to talk about Drake, I want to no, mention man, one thing. I want to mention one thing about Drake Calendar that I am so happy that all the people that tuned in to watch Messi play that are new fans to MLS got to be able to witness what kind of a goalkeeper we have. Because remember in the beginning, a couple of weeks ago, Danny, where there were people like, oh, your goalkeeper's trash. Mm -hmm. For them to see how he was saving goals left and right, like he was upside yeah. down half the match. Yeah. And again, the, the beauty of Apple TV, if you if you want, go back. I think it's the 88th minute. You'll see. I forgot who it was. I don't think it was Atuna. Somebody came in and they hit a beautiful ball that I don't know how his reflex got him down to block that shot but that was the best block of the night it was the 88th minute probably would have ended oh, up yeah, being the game right winner. on the side he, that yes. he covered it right on the side to his yes. left to his left to his left yes, yes. I, was, I was right behind that goal and yeah let me tell you something i thought that was going in when i saw that guy kick the ball i was like that's that's in and his reflex was so quick to block that oh, shot yeah. that was that might have been the play of the game if not for messi's goal i, I love calendar I, i've been very uh very big you know on him but at times i almost feel like He's a great goalkeeper, but he just has that one moment in the game where he just can cost you one, you know. And that it could have been that one-one that we had because Antuna's goal, you almost feel like that could have been saved, right? Well, yeah, and and that's not like him, but I think he was setting it up for that Hollywood ending, like some like like the soccer gods had to come down. It's like, sorry, buddy, you gotta let one in. <laughs> you gotta you take gotta this L right here because because we I gotta think, give Messi think, his moment. I, I, I think if he wants to take it to the next level, maybe this offseason, he has to work on uh, footwork. Yeah, oh, I almost of feel, course, of course. I almost feel like that's that's the area that he's missing. You know, he can yes. be an elite goalkeeper. He can be in those, you know, goalkeepers that go overseas. Shot, shot stopper. He's, he, and and this he's is, big. He's got size. Yes. Yeah. And this is facts right here, Broward. 
Broward Heron mentioning if we had better defense, he would have never conceded that goal. And, and yeah, and, we're, we're working on that. <laughs> yeah, and, and Mike B. Calendar won the game for your information. I, a hundred percent. Messi had a little part in it too, but Calendar, I'd say yes, he won you the game. He had like a four hundred saves. Well, I mean, yeah. I, if so, if somebody were to tell me that Drake ended up winning man of the match, I I wouldn't like. I wouldn't have been surprised. Drake Drake put the team in a position for Messi to win the game. Yes, because if yes. it wasn't because he saved the you know those key moments, then we would have been one on one. It wouldn't have been no at yeah. all. Um, and to to the point of that that goal, our defense hasn't been great, obviously, right? Because Drake wouldn't be shining the way he is if our defense was good. The reason everybody's bringing up Drake is because he has to block so many shots because our defense yeah. isn't good. But this goal was an off another set piece. I don't know if people remember. This was off of a corner kick. They yeah. kicked it to the they passed it to the top of the box and it was a quick uh through ball to inside and it's the been, box. And, and it's and been the it was, issue all season. It's been the issue all it. season, you know. Yes. The team cannot when it comes to tactics, they can't get it they can't catch a break. No, I thought I thought no. that was going to fix this because I thought that that was well, Neville's fault. Well, to, but to, to I, be I fair, it's, it's still early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. But, but we have um, big guys. You know, it's not like Inter Miami doesn't have big guys. You know, so you, you throw in Kamal Miller, Ian Frey was a pretty big guy. Um, Chris Ian Frey wasn't there uh, when they scored. Was he was already out. Oh, no, he was yeah, out. He was yeah, he was out. Yeah, you're right. He was it's out. It's just those. It's just those two, and then Robbie Robinson. Oh, you have Robin Robinson's pretty tall. You have Campana, Campana, who's pretty tall as well. Yeah. You know, so. I, I, I don't know what it is. And it wasn't a header this time. It was just yeah. bad marking. Yeah. It was just bad yeah, marking. Yeah, it's, it's bad marking, yeah. And and to Lucas, I'm going to send you a private message on how we can get a, a battered hair on. Yeah, we're gonna, you don't we're worry gonna, about that, Poppy. Yeah, we, we, we got, got you, you covered. We're going we're gonna to get you on, on the house. Bro. On the house. Um, got to get them out there, bro. So, for, for sure, it, it was special. And I think that if not for Drake, definitely Messi doesn't get that moment. But now let, let's talk about the second half and how things changed once Messi and Busquets came in. Well, before, they were, I was expecting Messi to get 30 minutes. But I also said I wouldn't be shocked if Busquets doesn't play at all or if he yeah. plays minimal minutes because he really showed up late. He yeah. came in on Sunday. He yeah, showed but up. he was fit. But he was fit. We spoke to well, him. That's, that's I, what I I've the, heard. I, I had the chance to speak to him prior to the game, uh, match day minus one. We were, able, we were able to do an interview thanks to my job um, at Univision. And I asked him, you know, afterwards, you know, and he told me that he, he's been training by himself, you know, throughout all this time that, you know, all the visa paperwork was going through and, you know, all the preparations yeah. to the paperwork. And uh, he, he actually mentioned that he was getting fit to be able to play. One thing is to be fit and another thing is to be, game fit game day yeah yes, exactly yeah. so so i mean I, I, i'm really not shocked honestly because those guys are elite you know those type of players really don't need much time you know when it comes to you know being tactically there uh especially yeah. busquets you know talking about one of the best center midfielders in the world yeah well and i think that's the thing the reason i always thought that messi would play 30 minutes is because i mean when you see him on the ball he's fast right he gets yes. from point a to point b fast but when he doesn't have the ball, he's, he's not floating. exerting. He's, he's not floating. exerting unnecessary energy. He's he's no, saving he's his energy for for the, when he needs it. So I was yeah. like, he could play thirty minutes. Sergio Busquets is the one that I was surprised. You guys weren't surprised when he came in at the same time. Because I understand why he did it. I heard what Tata said afterwards. But yeah. you, as it was happening, you weren't surprised that he came in at the same time as Messi. 
no, uh, I, I knew he was going to get 30 minutes. And uh, to be fair, I don't know. I don't know if they tracked how long he ran throughout yeah. the game, but he, he also did. timed himself. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but we actually had the possession a lot more when he came on than when we when he wasn't on the pitch. So no, no, when you sure. have possession, when you have possession of the ball, you run less. So that's right. why I feel like you know it, it, it was okay for him to actually get 30 minutes. And 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 honestly, it's like what you mentioned though. I mean, Messi just is is really good at saving his energy. And and I didn't see Busquets move around as like that much. It's not like he was a Gregory, uh, which I can't wait to see Gregory come back and play with Busquets because that's going to be something to see as well. And you're yeah. going to reserve a lot of energy as Busquets will. You know, that's going to be very very helpful. Well, I think the thing that Mes that Busquets did so well was just one touch and push the ball just forward. orchestrating just being because, the maestro because our offense all year has been so stagnant our midfield yeah. is just passing it passing it horizontally not vertically yeah. they're just going back and forth trying to figure out what to do but he without thinking he he found messi on so many balls between two defenders just perfectly placed and there was one, you could just yeah. tell that there was in sync yeah yeah i mean they've played with each other yeah. know, for like what 20 years well, yeah, it hasn't so been. They, they haven't. They've been without each other for the last two years. Yeah, but, you can but, tell that, that but it that's was like, like riding a bike. Like, that's like, exactly. Yeah. That's like riding a bike. You know, that that's that's easy to catch up. You know, there was one play that I was very very amazed about, and I saw it like right in front of me. And I don't know if you guys saw the highlights because I I think they made it like they made a video on Twitter of just Busquets highlights. What, was he it the chip it. play? No, he receives a ball, and then when he receives the ball, he just takes one touch on it. Like he doesn't stop the ball and then scan. He literally just knows the ball's coming, and as the ball's coming towards him, he just takes one touch and he puts it between two the two defenders so that Messi gets the ball and he actually tries to take one guy and he hits it, and I think one of the guys blocked it, but it was a it was an amazing play. When I saw that, I was like, oh my god, these guys are gonna just destroy this league when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah. It was, well, yeah. It's, it's I, I, I mean. I'm excited, and I know it's stupid to think about, but I think that we are coming into an era where we're going to see such greatness that after the two and a half or three and a half years are over, it's going to leave a really big gap because you're not, like I don't LeBron, know if you could ever like get LeBron, this class. It's like when LeBron was here. Right, like because you, here. you just don't get that back. So you yeah. have to make sure that for the next two and a half, three and a half years, you make it to every game possible. You don't yeah. miss any game on Apple TV or wherever it is that you watch the games because – what we're about to experience, you might never see again. So make sure that you soak it all in because we're we're in the presence of greatness right now. And I, I can't I'm, I couldn't be more excited. Well, and yeah. I think that's the whole idea of bringing in young guys and keeping the most skilled young guys is because you hope that they retain everything that they're seeing. And if they do decide to stay long term, these young guys. Uh, that they can be able to sort of take what they've learned, obviously not at that same level, but as close as they can to it, to be able to sort of have this like up and coming team that'll keep you balancing up at the top instead of just catastrophically dropping to the bottom again. Yeah, and and, the, and these and these guys are only going to make those kids better. You know, by playing next to them, you're only going to get better. You know, so, hey, show yeah. some respect, Steve Munoz. Okay, Tata ball over Neville ball. Like, yes, that's obvious, especially I mean, when Tata ball comes. You have to understand, with Messi Nico. And Bruce, yeah, it's like, what are we doing? Chris, what are we doing? Chris, Chris loves Neville. 
So, oh man, show some respect, yeah, I feel, bro. I feel bad for you, bro. What's wrong <laughs> with you? Neville and Emerson Rodriguez are you a United fan? Are you a United fan? Is that what you love? Listen, him? he no. got he got dealt the short end of the stick, Nico. That's 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 oh, hurting man. my heart a little bit, okay? Oh, it, my um, eyes, my eyes will get watery every time I watched him <laughs> on the sidelines. The the beauty of seeing um Messi with the ball. I don't think I got my seeing, shirt here. Uh, one, he pushes the ball right away without thinking. But I think the most beautiful thing is how he takes two or three defenders with him everywhere he goes. Yeah. Because wherever he went, two or three defenders closed in on him. And all of a sudden, what we haven't seen all year, you just saw everything just open up. Look at this guy. Jesus for those of you Christ. listening on for those of you listening on audio, just so you know, Chris pulled up his favorite phone level shirt. Show some effing respect. You can keep um, talking. I just want to keep this up here, okay? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> All right. So th I think that was the beauty. The beauty was the fact that you, you see the space that we couldn't find before. We were no. lost in the final third. And all of a sudden, you saw Yedlin crossing to the center, and th there was space. Robbie Robinson was finding crosses that finally had some space. Like You saw space in there for people to work. Joseph will finally have an opportunity to bring back some old Joseph. Maybe he can't be the 2018 Joseph anymore, yeah. but he, he can be a much better version of what we've seen because he has done, or he's going to have so much space to work with. And that's how I kind of want to see Campana play. Yeah, yeah. And, and when these guys, you know, they, they start firing in all cylinders, you're going to see a lot more space, like you said, and the others are actually going to be able to produce. Like, for example, a lot of people, you know, in, in our podcast, at the beginning of the year, I said that Joseph was going to hit around 15 goals. I said the same. Unfortunately, said he hasn't he hasn't reached those levels yet. But yeah. now I don't know, you know, because with Messi there, maybe he gets three, four chances a game, you know. So, yeah. I, well, don't don't feel it too bad because you said 15. I said 30 between Campana Jesus. and Joseph. So just about 15 for each. Oh, so no. I also yeah. thought big things. Yeah, no, so, no, no. After watching I mean, a few games, I was like, oh, no, maybe not. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't think it's too far-fetched, though, Danny. I don't I don't think it's far-fetched to have well, he's those predicted numbers. He's not scoring 15 12 games, though. I mean, no. I mean, at this I mean, point he now. Has six right now. He has six. Joseph has six right now. So, so, he, has, so he can score so nine he, in 12 games? Score nine, he can score nine in 12 games. A hat-trick here or there, maybe. Yeah, but you're uh, taking I, goals away from Messi, and I don't think that's happening. I, I just don't think it's that far-fetched, though, Danny. I mean, it's it, before the season started, I think it was pretty uh, – I don't know if it was, a, you know, going to be in the bag, obviously, but I feel like it wasn't far-fetched to say that they'd be scoring those numbers. I didn't yeah. think so either, but some people were telling me that I was crazy. Uh, Brian, I'm not sure what plug you're talking about. Uh, he says he needs my plug. I don't know. Probably, probably for, the, the, for, the, for the drugs that you're consuming – because mm, I thought oh, they score you said 30. Yeah, because of the 30. Yeah, I, 30 I thought goals. 30 between both of them wasn't a big deal. I thought they could each get 15 or so. Anyway, um, so we I, I said I hope everybody comes out and kind of soaks in the moment from now on because we have greatness. But I will tell you, I know that they said it was a sold-out stadium, but not every seat was filled. I saw a lot of empty seats, unfortunately. And obviously it's because the resellers couldn't sell them at the prices that they wanted to sell them for. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys notice that? And do you think this is going to continue to be uh, an issue? Because it, it, it really sucks because I really wanted to see like a jam-packed stadium. Yeah, unfortunately, and, I mean, it, it, it wasn't half empty. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it, it wasn't necessarily half empty, but you did see seats in every section here and there 
that were empty. And that re- that really sucked because I really wanted to see a full stadium. Yeah. So I saw a stat, uh, I believe it was this morning, where they said uh, that the average price for uh, the game, I think it was 440 bucks. So if you do the math, 22,000 people, that's around $9 million in revenue just on sold that seats. End. So... I'm pretty well, sure the well, team. I'm pretty sure the team doesn't care if there's one <laughs> seat. No, no, they're good. good. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm but gonna tell you what out. I'm. I'm gonna tell you what I'm very surprised about, though, and what sort of scares me. And and Danny, we've been talking about this over the weekend, with the amount that they raised the prices to, and just generally before it hit the secondary market, it kind of scares me. And what's to be expected for people to renew their season tickets? Yeah. Because you guys that have season tickets, that deal, whatever you had, you can kiss that oh, goodbye, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, forget yeah, about it. Like, it's gonna be three whatever. Four times more. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness! But like, where's the where where where's the where's the where's the like the the loyalty the there? Where's the loyalty there? You know what I mean? I mean, money I talks. I don't know. Yeah, yeah money does talk, Papa. Money does yeah. talk. Me- messy talks. Which yeah. yes, messy talks and money talks, and uh, as you can tell, they're on a Royal Caribbean well, cruise. But, which is but one you, of the best can, uh, vacation it, methods, by the way. way just well. so you guys know. But you can put it this way as well. I, I know that a lot of there's a lot of fans that go to every single game, but there's a lot of fans that don't. And for those yeah. fans that don't go to every single game, they're gonna have value on their season tickets to be able to resell their tickets. You know, because yeah. if you think about it, like. Back like a year ago or two years ago, if you were a season ticket holder, there was times where if you couldn't go to the game, you had to give the ticket away because you were not selling that ticket. Oh yeah, we look. We used to give those tickets away all the time on here. That ain't happening anymore. If That's I can't go to a game, yeah. I'm selling that bad boy. Exactly, exactly. So well, it, it goes both ways. And you know what? I got a message for Inter Miami. You guys better get your gift giving game up. Because the stuff that you gave in the beginning, you remember those that they flags, gave those little flags yeah, ain't working, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's not working. Uh, what they give us the the, the little card I like in the, the flags. What with the little bo- the little shoe box that they gave me with uh with a with a freaking uh what's this thing the fucking what's that thing what called? The, yeah, that- the, fir- the first game I think was a shirt, right? Was it a shirt? It was a flag. It was a flag, right? The first game. Yeah. Well, look. Yeah, like, yeah, you're right. Too bad. Look, you got a scarf. You got a, you got a, a, a patch that you could put on yourself. Look at this guy, you got a bunch of stuff that I could buy at 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 uh, at Nioque, <laughs> I could get all that stuff at Nioque Barato for like three bucks, <laughs> right? Yeah. And hey, hey, they're, are they gonna sponsor us? You, you one, 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 Bruno, Bruno, you're 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 having a party for a lanyard, Bruno. Get out of here. Get out. <laughs> one here. thing I do want to complain about is the parking. Parking can't oh, be going from disaster. 30 bucks f- to 70 bucks in a yeah. matter of one week just because Messi got here. Rooks. Yeah, that's man, it, that's it's... just that's just messed up, man. That's rough because I was paying for season ticket holders, so maybe they'll when it's regular season again, maybe they'll go back to $17, hopefully. But because it's yeah. League's Cup, they they like, oh, it's different. Yeah, so they charged yeah. me $40 when I was getting when I was getting charged 17 before. But I will tell you, getting out of the stadium was easy. I got out in like two or three minutes. I don't oh know how your God. experience was. I don't know how your experience but, was. But I got in you my You know car, how mine was. Two or three minutes. Not even two or three minutes. And I was out. <laughs> I was almost home. Like 40 minutes down the line when Chris is like, I'm still here. Oh, my 
God. Oh, man. Well, listen, I, le- I think I left two and a half minutes after you, and they made me go around the warehouses. It was rest in peace for me. Did you, did you guys sitting... see right off the game? Right after the game? I, I left maybe I, like I, I run out of there because of my oh, fear for the traffic. I ran out of there. Oh, so you didn't yeah. get to celebrate or anything like that? Let me no, tell you, people are car. lucky. People are lucky that my horn in my car doesn't work. And there's a reason <laughs> that the horn in my car doesn't work. Because yeah, you're a maniac. Overused. Overused. I'm not a maniac. I'm not no. a maniac. I just like to alert people when they're doing bad stuff. All right. So so the, the parking getting out was rough, then I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, see, this is this is why I didn't stay to celebrate, Nico. I, I needed to go pick up my kids. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I went with my wife. I, I got to go, go pick up the kids. <laughs> no, we 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 actually stayed behind for until the you know until they kicked us out. So there was no. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, no, there was it, no. I mean, if, if it wasn't for the kids, I mean, we'd just be kind of just chilling. We'd get a drink and just relax because it's it's like a date yeah. night. But you got to go pick up the kids from the babysitter, so it's a little different. Yeah. But yeah. The. The parking situation is definitely more difficult, but I think everything before the game started was a lot smoother, right? I, I didn't think, at least because I took my time to go in, I didn't go through like a huge crowd to try to get in. Well, you had a bad experience that Sunday. The first time, so. yeah. So everything was, was much yeah. much better the next day. <laughs> I would think so, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and now I know that if it's raining, don't even bother to get out of my car because apparently they closed the gates on you. So now I know better. And if you're listening, just so you know, if it's raining when you get there, just stay in your stay car because they're going to close the gates. They're going to close the gates. Oh, and by the way, this is something that I do think that, and I hope a lot of people that are listening, maybe they're going to make it out to a Leagues Cup game. I, I need, because I don't think a lot of people knew this. And maybe they'll know it now that the first game's over. There's penalty kicks after a draw. There were a lot of people that were walking out in the 88th, 89th minute, I think, to beat the traffic. And I don't think they realized, or maybe they didn't, they didn't care, but I doubt that. I really doubt that they would miss Messi's first penalty kick attempt. There was a lot of people leaving, at least in the in the south side, and I think maybe on the other sides, in the 88th, 89th minute to beat the traffic because they just assumed there was going to be a draw, maybe not knowing, hey, if there's a draw, you're going to go to penalty kicks, which is, by the way, very, very difficult or very yeah. stressful. Very fun to watch also. So um, if you're watching this and you didn't know that, just know that if you end in a draw in the League's Cup, you go straight to penalty kicks. So there has to be a winner. So don't leave the stadium early because I'm assuming not only do they hate themselves for missing that messy goal, but they could have missed the penalty kicks also. So, but again, that's very on brand, right? Because like that's what Miami is known for. The crowd's leaving early. As much as I hate to admit it, I mean, it's a thing for us, right? Yeah. And are are you a Heat fan? I am not. Well, I'm no. a Heat supporter. I'm a Heat supporter. I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan, okay. which oh. is horrible, horrible. Well, they leave early too, right? Oh, they don't show up. There's nobody there. Well, we have no fans. <laughs> we have no fans. It's like I, uh, three other to, people. To talk, uh, to talk a little bit about the parking, just to finish it up, uh, Joe Kerr just mentioned that cops kept coming in the green lot, kicking people out. So that was rough. And then we got a random mention for Fridge Guy Bryant, which, by the way, we actually got shouted on the Dan Levitard show for the Fridge Guy. Did, yeah. did anybody I find think... out who the Fridge Guy is? Because I still don't know who it is. No? Okay. I have no idea. I also want to say congratulations no to you guys. You guys were on The Guardian the other day, so that's that's pretty big. Yeah, yeah, dude. That was crazy. That guy, that English guy, he was just like, bang, bang, football questions. I'm like, whoa. That that that's very cool. That, that's pretty awesome, man. That's that super was cool. cool. It was awesome. Well, the the thing that's rough is that um, 
we got printed on the observer and it's like the messy article right and then the the, the name of, of our podcast and everything shows up i was like man it'll be really cool to have that newspaper so i could kind of just get yeah. that because it's cool to have it just as the article of the messy game but on top of that we're on print right there so i would have yeah. loved to have that but let me tell you something i've been looking trying to figure out how i could find and if anybody watching maybe in the uk can maybe get the observer from this weekend and, and help us get that copy. I would love to get a copy because I would like to get that and frame it because I think it's really cool. Not only that messy moment, but the fact that we kind of got shouted out there yeah. in that article. So very cool. Yeah. Um, Anybody that lives in England or knows a guy that lives in England, knows a guy let that us knows know. Guy. Or yeah, as long as you know a guy that knows a guy. Now, if you know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy, forget about it. Don't, don't let you us know. is worldwide. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I was talking to Chris earlier about just talking MLS strictly. And I was wondering, has there ever been a moment like this? Because the David Beckham debut, he was on one leg. He was injured. It wasn't anything special. I the, was trying to think. The one I, the one I can remember. Uh, oh, I think, about to, I think you're about to mention the one. Yep, there you go. That's, that's the one I told Chris to go watch today. Yeah, that, that, one, that one was wild because... It was a rivalry game. It was a derby, the LA, LAFC yes. and LA Galaxy. Yes. And he came on. And did he score twice? Twice. He scored twice. And you know, he loves just talking poop. So like it, it it was, I remember I saw that. And I remember I thought to myself as I was watching that, I was like, wow. Like I wish yeah. I was a fan of that team for that yeah, experience yeah. right now. That was a, and that I was got a really some, good moment. Yeah. That was an awesome moment. That's a very, that's a, crazy moment i mean i think what we got on friday was even better but um you, you can't be biased but yeah go ahead yeah no come on the the way that that game ended oh come on nothing yeah. better i feel Look, like I, I feel like yeah it, because it's messy because he came on and all that yeah it's great but this guy did it on a derby you know like yeah, this, yeah. It, it had a it had a different you know scenario i would think yeah, and, and then think... one of them was from like outside the box off of volley it was insane yeah i have to watch it back it was it was well, such a cool moment. I think for the fact that Messi's was the game ender is the fact that it's like bigger, but like Zlatan is like what and the thing is Messi's a nice guy. He's not gonna be in your face about scoring his free kick. But Zlatan is like standing there like a soldier. <laughs> and like and I love that. I love that. Give me that. I need that in my life. I love yeah. that in your face. Like, I am better than you. So, like, uh, that is amazing, the way that he that's, was. That's Very why American. I, that's, that's why I wanted Ramos, man. I love Sergio Ramos. Again, that's my Real Madrid yeah. bias. But, man, <laughs> that guy will get in people's faces. I, I, I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah. Yo, look, I love Dibra. I, I thought he was I think he was really fun to watch, especially since he, I mean, I even love watching him on, on Ted Lasso. Don't tell me that that character wasn't uh, <laughs> any Pavlovich. Salah. Sava. Sava. Come on. That, yeah. was, that was Ibra. So, oh, yeah. They I love definitely, him. They definitely played the script there for that reason. For, for sure. sure. Was, yeah, but no, going back to that, I think, yeah, the moment, Messi's moment was insane. It, 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 was, it was surreal. I still, like you said, you know, you still get chills, you know, just talking about it. Look, we were watching, we were watching the game over the next morning. I was with my wife, and I remember we, st- we watched it, but we watched it in Spanish. We, I like watching it in Spanish. And with the call and everything, Dude, and my wife, me and my wife both looked at each other at the same time and we both did this. And it was a coincidence. We both did it because we both had goosebumps. And and I'm just yeah. I'm just glad we got to do it. The only thing that I hate is that I didn't get to take my daughter because she's she's getting really into soccer now. I'm gonna take yeah. her on Tuesday. 
Hopefully we get a cool moment on Tuesday. Yeah, All I gotta right, take so, my son too. My son is obsessed with Messi. Everything's about Messi, you know. So yeah, well, let's see if I can so take him. You know? Tickets time, are a little tickets time. are a little high right now. So I'm like, okay, let me wait drop. Yeah. So yeah, well, on, on Tuesday, on Tuesday, I, my wife said that she's giving up her ticket to to give it to my daughter. So I'm gonna take my daughter. Yeah, hey, that's um, gonna be nice. So we are one hour in, and I think it's time we started talking some uh, soccer rumors. Okay. So Here we there's go. been a there's been a lot of rumors circulating about Luis Suarez, obviously, right? That's like the main one, right? That's the, the the main one. Now, I've been saying on this podcast that it's impossible to happen this transfer window for a few reasons. One, we don't have any more DP spots. Correct. Two, if he were to come on a DP spot, you would have to let's say, for example, buy out Campana, and if you do that, you no longer have all the U22 initiative spots. So you have Correct. to lose all those players also. So that's impossible. And if you buy out, uh, if you pay the fee to get them from Gremio, that's almost impossible also because in MLS, when you pay a fee, that fee goes against your salary cap. The salary cap for MLS is $5 million. His buyout is $70 million. Even if they drop it to 15 that would still be 7 for every year, which is 2 over what the salary cap is for the entire year. So for all those different angles, it seems like it's almost impossible for him to come. But I'm seeing articles about him not playing yesterday. I'm seeing other people saying that he wants to come. So I turn to you, Nico, because I know that you do know some people in South America and your job and everything. What have you heard about Luis Suarez coming to Inter Miami before August 2nd? All right. So let me get let, let's be clear. You said you hit everything on the you know on the point to the T. Now when we said that he was able to come here, we can all agree if he actually does come, there has to be no fee whatsoever. Right? Can't be fee, right? Mm -hmm. Can be a fee, right? Now, we all know that Messi and Suarez want to play together, right? Mm -hmm. Now, we know that we don't have any DP spots left. We said that, right? Now, what if Luis Suarez was to play for the minimum salary? for the remaining of the season and then eventually gets structured into a DP spot when the season ends. The minimum salary right now, I believe it, it would be because there's only uh, a certain uh, amount of time left into the season. It, it's half, it will, huh? It, it will probably be, yeah, exactly. The minimum salary for an international player is probably like, what, 300000 Something yeah. like that. I'm, I mm -hmm. don't have the right number now. Here's the thing. And I'm not a reporter. However, I do have my connections and I do know a few people that have told me that this can happen. Mm -hmm. um, and here's the thing where I'm kind of, you know, I, it, I don't want to say doubting that it can't happen or can happen, but let's go back in time. We've, we've stressed as fans that Messi wasn't going to happen because of various reasons, right? We also stressed that, Suarez, uh, that uh, Busquets was going to happen because of various reasons. We also stressed that Jordi Alba was gonna happen, wasn't going to happen because of various reasons. And somehow, the club managed to bring all the three together and make it happen. What makes us say that the club doesn't have, you know, the right, you know, tools or the right uh, st strategy to actually bring this guy in? I think yeah. the difference is that, for example... Do we know... Do we know what the amount of salary cap that they have left 
right now. They, they, they don't have any salary cap left. It's at zero? Yeah. All they have is allocation money now. Okay. So, so we have allocation money. Yes, we have allocation money. And we also have Coco Jean, which I'm assuming we could put them on IR or however they, they call it in the MLS. And if, you put them, and, and if you put them to IR, you're able to bring in another player. And an international spot. And an, and international, an international spot. spot. For that. For his salary or less, right? I don't know. So, I don't know how he was making, how much he was making. The, the 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 I think it was seven hundred and change. Now the difference I think here is that in January or February when they announced that Pizarro, I'm sorry, not Pizarro, when they announced that they were changing the rule to now you can buy out a player during the season, everybody kind of figured, oh, that's the Messi slash Pizarro rule, right? Because if yeah. Messi comes, now we can buy out Pizarro. We also knew, oh, Gregory all of a sudden is taking a DP, but with allocation money, we could pay him down. So even though we thought that it was difficult, we kind of knew how it could happen if it was going to happen. Now, the Jordi yeah. Alba thing, I'll give you, I wasn't expecting him to come on a TAM deal. Yeah, I think the biggest issue here is that not that Suarez wouldn't come on a cheaper deal. I think it's that you need Gremio to play ball. You need Gremio to help and you out. And that's the issue. And that's the issue. And... Let's take it. Let's take it to the other side. Then, would you be would you be willing as an owner? Would you be willing to have a player that tells you, "I'm not scoring any other goal. I'm not playing for you ever again." Would you be wanting no to way. have a player like that? Well, it depends Absolutely because not. I I feel in soccer I don't I don't and again I don't watch worldwide soccer, so I can't say if this has happened before. In the NBA, happens all the time, and the owners give in. There you, right. you, know there you go. You know what? There you go. You twist my arm. You can, but you can in, see it. You can see it in the happens. Damian Lillard. You can see it in the Damian Lillard deal right now. You know, he literally stressed himself. I'm only playing for the Miami Heat. You see it with Harden find, every year. Exactly. You see it with Harden every year. You see it with every player. I think LeBron James started that. You know. Yeah. So. But, yeah. What? Well, but that. But that's the NBA. I've never seen it in soccer. So that's why I'm saying I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know how the Brazilian owners. I don't know who owns the NBA. I don't know how they would do it. Now, I I, I could respect Luis Suarez trying to force his way out. I've heard some rumors that he's even offering to pay yes. his wage back yes. to come. Yes. But I, I, do you really, do you believe that Gremio would go ahead and give him that? Because I heard that if, if he were to leave or say that he retired, they would have a, a no competition, uh, a clause in his contract. Meaning it's like, it's like when they, you they get, don't want him like to you, play. Yeah. It's like when you get fired out of your job and you get a severance package, you know, you gotta, right. you gotta stay with a non-compete. Exactly. So yeah. do you think, do you think that it could actually happen? Because I can see why it would be possible if he somehow kind of muddies the waters enough with Gremio where they're like, you know what? We don't even want this headache anymore. I don't know if he has it in him to do it. Like James Harden went and started like trashing the Brooklyn Nets and, and, and because look, I I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. I've seen yeah. it firsthand with Kyrie, KD, and Harden. I know firsthand how people force their way out of teams. I just don't know if Suarez has it in him, and I don't know if a Brazilian owner cares. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you this: when when last week when the news broke out, and you know the first thing that came out was you know you got to pay the clause, you know seventy mil, right? I said to myself. Nah, it's not happening. He's actually going to come in December, you know? So I was like, okay, he's guaranteed coming in December. The team's going to be structured next season, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's move what, on. I think that's what most people figure. Move on, right? And then you're able to you're able to see whether you keep Joseph or Campana, you know, you give them time. There's 12 games. It's perfect. It's a perfect scenario, right? Now, mm -hmm. a week goes through and you start seeing these things come from, you know, Gremio, like you said, you know, not only... uh 
do they bring down, you know, the price tag to 15 mil, but also you hear the coach say, you know, stressing out in, in a conference saying that he does not want to have a player that is unhappy. He doesn't want to have a player that, uh, you know, it's going to disturb the locker room. You know, he, he didn't wants play it to yesterday. Be he did, he wasn't even he wasn't even in yeah, the in the, the roster. Stadium. He wasn't even the roster. He was in Barcelona getting his knee treated. He was you know? he wasn't so, even in the stadium, right? So it, so it got to that point right now, right? So how many days do we have left? Today's what the twenty. Today's Sunday. The second is, is next Wednesday. So we got about ten days, give or take ten days. So they got so they got about ten days. Ten days. That's that's all I think about. Just ten days. I think. If Suarez is able to somehow come out with his transfer on a free deal, I think Inter Miami makes it happen. Oh, I, I think so also. Yeah, and I think sure. that in that, those conditions, that, yes. Yes, in those conditions, I 100 percent think it'll happen. If, I just, I just if, if, they, if, they, if the team has to do a trade, you know, trading a player out to create some cap space or you know, anything. Suarez, Suarez is willing. Let's 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 be clear about this. Suarez is willing to play for free for the next twelve games. Yeah, kind of like uh, what's his face was willing to do. Uh, Pizarro. Yeah, Pizarro. Yeah, Pizarro. Pizarro was willing there to play go. for a for a burger and a coffee. You know? Yeah, but they said, but they yeah, but Jorge Maps was really pissed about that when he actually told them that. He said, "F off, you know. Like you wanna you wanna play. You've been you've been robbing me four and a half million dollars." Every season for the last three years, and now because Messi's here, you want to play for free. You can go. You can go to Greece. It makes total yeah. sense. But I, I will tell you, I think if the fan base were to hear um, Suarez all of a sudden his deal is terminated with Gremio, I don't think anybody would be shocked that he ends up here. I think everybody expects him to end up here. I think what everybody's saying this can't happen is because of Gremio. Like, I don't think they're going to yeah. play ball. And my understanding is that his contract doesn't end at, in December. It ends in December of 2024. But during the offseason, I'm sure that there's other things that you could figure out. The legal change, and it'll say, hey, don't worry. The if When you buy a fee, it no longer goes against your salary cap. I'm sure things will get figured out. I'm sure he'll end up For here sure. next season. Yeah. But and right I, now, it's, it's going it, back, I and going back, it. And going back to that, like you said, that you can see that in the NBA, but not in soccer. I feel like there's there's been, uh, you know, a lot of players in recent times where they're able to terminate their contracts so that they can just go and, you know, play elsewhere, wherever they want. Like, for example, I think Cavani right now, you know, terminated his contract as well, and he's going to go play, you know, in South America. It happened with Suarez as well when he left Atletico Madrid. When he went to play in Nacional, he still had one year left on his contract, and he actually terminated his contract. Obviously, it was a diff, it, you know, it was a different time, you know, like the actual club agreed for him, you know, to move on, you know. So it was like more, you can say, you know, um, how would you say this? Uh, friendly, I guess. It's yeah, on better terms. Go, yeah, they were on better terms. Um, you know, obviously, Gremio is gonna be, you know, holding on because he's an important player. Well, you know what I, what I think kills Inter Miami? I'm sorry to cut you off. You know what I think kills Inter Miami? That if Luis Suarez was trying to terminate his contract to go play for Barcelona again, to yeah, it's play because he's playing with his friends. It's because it's messy here. Yeah, it's gonna it's be messy. it's gonna be global news. As soon as it happens, it's gonna be everywhere that he was able to terminate his contract, and now he's playing yeah. with Messi, and Gremio is gonna be front and center in that news article and not for positive news, right? So yeah. I think that that plays against Inter Miami because 
Gremio knows that w- what's coming with that transfer, right? They kind of gave him what he wanted, and, and now and, they're on the other end of that. And I feel like, and I feel like Miami's doing the right thing, you know, like you know the the directives, Jorge Mas, they're staying away from it, you know. They've they've asked them, you know, in in several occasions, you know, uh, what's going on with Suarez, and they actually said, you know, there's rumors, you know, we negotiate, but there's nothing else we can do, you know. Gremio put a price tag on the player, and unfortunately, we can't pay that price tag, you know. So the club is doing the right thing. Now, if Suarez was to somehow be able to be free, then we'll talk. I agree. I I, I don't have any doubt that we're gonna see him here in Inter Miami. I don't know why I feel that way. But at one point, I felt like that about uh, Messi. Also, I just feel like it's it's just destined to be. Like about, more pieces yeah. need to be moved, I guess. I, I just yeah. I just can't see it happening in the next ten days. But let's see how how maybe he'll go bite the owner. Maybe yeah. he'll figure something out. And Chris Henderson, we trust, right? That's it. That's it. He'll figure something out. Oh, yeah, or at, at this point, um, the, the his name just said the MLS commit. Uh, Don Garber? Yeah. Don Garber. Yeah, Don Garber. Maybe, maybe he'll, oh, yeah. He'll, he'll figure something out. Throw this, in another this, DP spot? Yeah. Well, I think that next year we're going to have another it's DP gonna spot. It's going to happen. Yeah. I, I agree. Absolutely. They need to They need I to open sure. that up, man. They need to open that up. For but sure. There's going to be an are, issue are, because are, there's a lot of teams that actually like to spend. Like, for example, Inter Miami is a team that wants to spend. That for sure. The owner is actually willing to spend. You have the other teams like LAFC, maybe, that likes to spend. The rest of the league doesn't really care about it, if you think well, about it. And that's why I was going to ask you, that was my next question. Would you be for or against getting rid of the salary cap? Because I'm personally against getting rid of the salary cap. Yeah. Um, it's it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, you want to get rid of it because, you know, you see what happens overseas, you know. So you see how teams, you know, uh, stack, build, up. stack up and build teams around. But at the same time, I understand, you know, the American point of view where it comes to like, you know. Uh, Parity. Parody, you know, like you keeping it in even have... field, exactly. Because I exactly. know as an Inter Miami fan, it's and, like, oh, but, but, but we'll be one of the good teams. But and the eh. fact that we have no, you know, promotion or relegation, you know, takes into consideration when it comes to that as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I, I don't like mind. I, I, I like honestly, I like both. However, I would think if they raised the salary cap, it will benefit a lot more. That would do the I, trick, I, right? I there. think it's very, very low right now. It's very, very extremely low. Extremely like low. Five mil, yeah. it's like you, you, it's can't, ridiculous. you can't walk around. You can walk around huh. with five million dollars. Well, that's I think that's before Messi's prices. Yesterday's mm-hmm. prices are not today's yeah. prices. I yeah. think they need a, to increase it at least by three times, right? At least fifteen mil, and give us one or two more DPS. Give us fifteen million, five DP spots, and then we're cooking. I think. Yeah. Well, the problem, the problem with the MLS is that everything's controlled by the MLS. You know, like right. you don't have teams. You don't have teams creating their own revenue. Yeah, they create their own revenue, like uh, with you know uh, ticket sales. But other than that, sponsorships, everything is you know even. They break a, it out even. So it's, it's a single it's entity. It's like exactly. technically we have team owners, but like they really they just have stock in the in the league. Like they're they're the owner, but they're not really the owner. No. They just have stock in MLS, which is wild. Yeah. But that's that's a conversation for another day. All yeah. right. Um. So we're we're running up on on uh on time and just wanted to see what you had to say about the league's cup we won the first game we have the game against atlanta on tuesday how do you feel one again about the game on tuesday i know you said you think messi might start what do you think about the game on tuesday and also the the final for the league's cup is on august 19th 
and then August the semi and then the semifinal for the Open Cup is on August 23rd, four days apart. Now you would figure the, that the finals those, August 19th, and then the, Miami the has a game. The Miami on, has a game on the 20th. Yeah, well, they'll have they'll to move probably that. have to move that yeah, game. Th yeah, th that they'll move. That I'm not worried about. But August 23rd, they have that Open Cup semifinal. Now, I would assume that you don't want to play a full 90 with all your best players for both those games because it's it's only four days apart. If you had to prioritize one of them, would you prioritize the Open Cup semifinal or the League's Cup final? League's Cup final. Okay. 100%. But at that, because it's the final? Because it's the final, yeah. Okay. Because well, I, I know I'm with you. you. You're probably going to play against an LAFC or maybe America from Mexico. You know, the world's going to be watching that game. Uh, it gives you a straight shot at the CONCACAF Champions League. You already, even if well, you actually, I think, I think if you already qualified, so then there you go. So then there you go. What's, I mean, yeah, I, I get it. Maybe winning a title, the US Open Cup will be nice. But the primary goal for winning the US Open Cup is to qualify to play the CONCACAF Champions League, right? I'm Absolutely. with you. I, I, I like the so. League's Cup more than the Open Cup also. So, okay. Yeah. So that, that was my question. And then finally, playoffs. Do you think we're going to make it? I think we're going to make it. I've been saying it time and time again. And I've so broken what, down so, why. So, so, what's, so what's 12 points? That's a gap? 12 points? Uh, right it now? It might be 12 points. I'll tell you right now. So but, it's 12 um, points and, they, and then they have two games. We have one game in hand on most teams. That's, I think at two against but right now, DC, which is on the ninth right. seed, we have two games and it's 12 points. Yes, so yeah, there you go. So they won those two games, deficit. it's six points, right? Mm -hmm. Six point deficit with 10 games left, hypothetically. 12 right? games. 12. Oh, well, I mean, after oh, the two I mean, games, yes, it, after two it, games, it, yes, it, uh -huh. hypothetically, they win those two games. I think it can mm -hmm. happen, honestly. And considering how the MLS is, and if we go back in time, what was the gap last year? Miami was. I, if, dead last. Well, not were dead, dead last, last, but they were. Oh, yeah, they were. They were really bad. far back. They were really yeah. far back, and they won about four or five games in a row, and then they stretched it and made playoffs. And look, and, and, and they didn't even make playoffs as a ninth seed. They made playoffs as the eight, as, as the sixth six, seed. I think, right? Sixth seed, right? Yeah. Look, if everybody was telling me they're not going to make the seventh seed and make the playoffs like last year, okay, fine, I believe you. It's only the ninth seed that we have to make. On yeah. average, the last five years, the ninth seed has forty-one points. We're only twenty-three points off of that. You have 12 games left, and seven of the 12 are against teams that are either 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, or 14th in the East right now. They're not good. Oh, I don't know. That. The and those are the teams that we're going to be leapfrogging after we beat them. I think okay. that we can win seven out of those 12 games with yeah. Messi and Busquets and Super. all the new guys that are coming in. I, I, everybody keeps telling yeah. me, forget about it. I'm going to keep preaching it. And battered herons, you've heard it here. And I'm going to keep saying it. We're making the playoffs. Are we going to win? I don't know. Uh, We're making the playoffs, people. Uh, and to go off that, uh, I think the League's Cup is the best thing that could have happened to Miami. Because, you know, you do have those 12 games. But you're getting your new guys like Messi, Busquets. Maybe Jordi Alba plays. We don't know. Diego Gomez. Then Facundo Farias is about to come in. You're getting all those guys and creating chemistry in a in a tournament where it's going to be played in a month, right? Now, Miami winning the first game is actually even better because they get another game. They're probably going to mm -hmm. qualify now. Unless, right, right. At least unless, the third something game. Crazy unless something crazy happens, they're going to have a third game. It's going to be played at home, right? The fourth yep. game, if they qualify, is also going to be played at home. That so, one, I don't know how that works. But the yeah. third game, yes. If we so win the, 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 the group, we will get the home game. 
so they so all the way up to quarterfinals i was doing i was doing i did the research because miami was sixth place in uh the 2022 standings season, uh-huh standings they're able to lock in all the way to the quarterfinals to be Ooh. uh home team Ooh, so I you're like looking that. at you're looking at maybe i think the team that they Four. might be playing at in quarterfinals will be fc dallas mm. so that's if the mls teams advance you know I'm, I'm not sure about the mexican teams but obviously because the league's cup is being played in the u.s you know everything is played here so miami has that advantage against the mexican teams well, I, I will tell you one thing that I think that really stinks that uh, not a lot of people have been talking about. We have six home games left in the regular season, at least, right? And if, let's say, hypothetically, we make it to the final in the League's Cup, then they move that August 20th game to another day, which will probably be a weekday, right? Because that's usually how they do it. Yeah. Six of those home games that we have left as of right now, two of them are weekdays on Wednesdays. If they move that August 20th game... It's going to be three weekday games, which always are so hard to attend. And I know people yeah, will probably brutal. still come out. But, man, I really hate that th- we have – there's a chance that we have three out of our last six home games are going to be weekdays, and only three of them are going to be on Saturdays. Obviously, that's only yeah. if August 20th gets moved. If not, then it's four on Saturdays and then two on Wednesdays. But it's still brutal that we have two weekday games at least uh, coming up because I like a, a nice Saturday game. Yeah, the guy that the guy that just went up said that it could be an Orlando game. Yeah, Miami's a home in Orlando. You know that. <laughs> no, and now more than ever. Are you kidding me? <laughs> now more than ever, it's there the whole go. state. Yeah. Thing. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before I, I say goodbye to Nico and let you shout out, I, I don't know if Chris is gonna has a question for you. I got two. Remember? Oh, well, that's right. Ooh. That's right. I, I've I've seen some people bring it up in the in the actual in the comments. Oh no, for sure. We're getting to that one, but we're gonna get to the uh, the OG one first. Okay. Okay. Go. For okay. It. So all right. So let's just do this real quick, Nico. This is your first time on the show with us, so we're gonna. Have and by the way, before about... you start, if oh, if, if you haven't yet, you're watching. Like and subscribe. Yeah, man. Just, just putting it out. Yeah, there. definitely. What are you guys yeah. doing? What are you doing right and, now? And if you're on like. audio, Hold go on. ahead, leave a review, give us a five stars, please. What are you, you doing right star, now? Just don't bother. <laughs> get that thumb. Press that button and then put it in your butt. Sorry. Maybe <laughs> I went a little drastic there. A little but, bit. Uh, so now I'm going to slap this meat on your face. Wow. Right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know the guys in the chat are going to like the way I just did that. So we got five pieces of meat. We got six pieces of toast. For those of you who know, it's great. For those of you who don't, this is a this or that sort of thing here. Uh, so, Nico, tell me what you're picking here. For the top one, there's only one right answer, number three. Dale, there we go, Nico. And bottom, I think I'm going to go with number three as well, honestly. There you go. Okay, so you're picking Solid, solid, solid. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this now. From all the guests that you've had on the show, who the heck picks number six on toast? Italy Jet. There's a guy named Italy Jet that we had that picked number six. A Toronto FC fan. Is that even healthy, dude? (laughs) It's ashes. Ashes. I don't know what that is. Yes, that's rough. That's That's disgusting, man. I feel bad (laughs) for that guy. He has has a strong jaw for sure. He likes number five on the stake, so. Yeah, he liked uh, number five and number six. That's on a, that was, oh my god! That's a freaking shoe. That guy's eating a shoe. <laughs> so before, so before walking you towards the next question, right? 
So if you had to like rank vacations, right? Like from a one to five, right? One being you'll never do it. <laughs> five being <laughs> everything's good, Lucas. Don't worry about that. So one being you'll never do it. Five being you will do it. Like it's like one of your main ones. Where would you put cruising on that list? Cruising. Mm. Yes, cruising. Is cruising like a top vacation for Nico? Or is it like, I don't need it in my life? It's the worst. Or is it just, meh? I cruise. A two. I think a two. Wow. Wow. You're terrible. Well, not wow. you're terrible. That's your opinion. But it's kind of a terrible yeah. opinion. Because yeah, here's Steve Munoz is, a, I guess... Uh, earlier on a Discord chat, everybody was killing Danny because he said that cruises are great, which I agree with Danny, by the way. Cruises are the best form of vacation you can ever pay for with your money. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. No, but Nico travels I mean, the world. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I get seasick, so I can't say, you know. Ah, well, that's I, a valid oh, excuse. What? And there you go. That's a valid excuse. Well, I, I can't even... I can't even question anything. Danny doesn't like bacon. I mean, jeez. I don't like chocolate. Oh, man. You you guys don't understand the kind of weirdos that you guys are <laughs> listening to. I mean, look at Danny. He doesn't like chocolate. He doesn't like bacon. Like, is this guy even a, a real human or what? Yeah, yeah. Well, well to be fair, you know, you, you put out, you know, the red meat, you know, picture. And I'm Argentine, but I don't eat red meat. So. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, there you go. And there you go. Richard Greenberg said that I need to put the, my screen from that video in the open. I would do that if I didn't think that there might be eventually new people listening and they might get scared off when they hear that <laughs> random screen on audio, right? Because this is audio also, not just YouTube. So I don't want to yeah, scare mean, anybody off. They're going to think that that thing from like 2020, freaking Momo is going to come and attack them. You know, we don't need that in our life. Uh, and Sadish, yes, I, I was just going over it a couple minutes ago. I do think they're going to make the playoffs, and I don't think that Messi's going to spend too much. But do you think Messi's going to be playing in the friendlies? That's a good point. I mean, uh, I, there might be something in his contract that says that he absolutely has to go to the Argentina national team at any time. So, you, I, I, okay, and let me, and I know we're going to wait over, but let me, I'm going to ask you one last Is question. It, are there MLS games during the FIFA international break? I'd have to check. They, there might not be. They usually take a, a break, but I'd have to check. Um, that I, would I be have an a issue. question for you. And by the way, somebody just asked what my favorite ice cream is. Shocker, it's vanilla. Um, I have, <laughs> I, I have a, a question for you. Um, Go ahead. So do you think Messi will ever play on turf? Um, no. I ask you this question for this reason. So I and I'm gonna die on this hill. I think we make the playoffs, but let's say it comes down to decision day, last game of the season, and it's to make the playoffs. We have to win. The last game of the season is in Charlotte, the Bank of America Stadium. They play on turf, so we need to win that game. Do you think Messi goes out there and plays on turf because it's a, it's for the playoffs? No. Wow. Okay. Okay. I don't think so. Um, I mean, I, 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 and I'm going. My opinion is going based on what Don Garber said the other day, right? Where well, he, I know. where he stressed out, saying, "I recommend teams that play in turf to actually put freaking grass." Right. So, 
I'm pretty sure he was, you know. Especially talking. if they want to host games for the World Cup in a couple of years. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't see Messi playing in Turf. Has he ever played in Turf? I'm sure he may have, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. He, he probably has. Maybe, maybe, maybe when they played Champions League in like Russia or something like that. I mean, I know that they play in Atlanta in September, but I don't think he's going to play that game. Um, and then that final game in Charlotte. But the only reason I think that he might is because... So how many teams have turf? How many, so how many teams have turf in the MLS? I believe it's five. The, Can the Canadian teams? Uh, no, it's... Um, no, it's I Portland. Think Portland is the only turf team that's soccer-specific. I don't know why they play on turf. New England, Seattle, Atlanta. No. New England, Atlanta, Seattle, no. and Charlotte. Those are the five. Montreal doesn't I, play in, in Turkey? I don't think so, no. I believe it's just five. I could be wrong. I oh. might be missing one, but I'm pretty sure it's just five of them. And those are the five. Okay. And and Portland is the only one that plays in a regular, just a soccer-specific stadium. But they That is turf, which yeah. is odd. Oh, look, Richard Greenberg just said Vancouver. So maybe I was missing one, oh, too. Then there Vancouver you go, yeah. also, maybe. Oh, yeah. Vancouver. So, That's the one that I forgot. So, so six. six. So six. But we don't – the only teams that we play with turf – from here on out, are Atlanta and yeah. Um, here we got Atlanta. Charlotte that they play on field turf. They have Vancouver Whitecaps that play on Politan, which I don't know what that is. Like a hybrid, uh, I think it's like a hybrid. Yeah, it's like well, half grass, half turf. But now I'm looking, and Toronto FC plays on hybrid grass. It is named yeah. hybrid grass. New England Revolution play on field turf. Seattle and Atlanta both on field turf. Portland on field turf. So the only people that play on fancy oh FC Cincinnati hybrid hybrid grass, yeah, so but FC Cincinnati. So. Well, that's fine though. That's grass. Yeah, that's, that's grass. Yeah, that's grass. So uh, Toronto FC and uh, FC Cincinnati play on hybrid grass. Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps have polytan, which is a German sort of grass, I guess. Uh, just reading on the specifics, and then everybody else just plays on like standard turf that you buy like at a. Home Depot or whatever. Steve is kicking me out of the show because I like vanilla ice cream. Yeah, get out. You know, get out of here. Get out. Vanilla ice cream is the really? best ice cream. You don't even like also, bacon. I mean, I'm supporting. When I order my pina coladas, Chris. When I order my pina coladas, I order them virgin. Chris, you think he had vanilla ice cream to play at the movies? Yeah, for uh, for sure, for sure he did, for sure. <laughs> Let me say, I went Didn't to watch Barbie with my daughter today. Well, it, I I wasn't a fan. I can see why people that liked Barbies when they were younger would like it for the nostalgia, maybe. But okay. I, 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 I didn't think it was that great. But if anybody's wondering if they could take their kids, yeah, it's, it's nothing bad. Okay, oh, okay. nothing bad. It's PG thirteen, okay. but you you could take your kids. All the double entendre jokes will go right over their heads. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Nico, uh, thank you, man. We really appreciate you no taking problem, the time man. to I to join you guys us. Having me. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you and where they can listen to you and all that other good stuff. So they can find me at TUDN. Uh, that's where I work at. Um, I do a lot of content there. We do a lot of uh, soccer-related content for the most part. Also on the podcast with my buddies uh, at This Is Football and on my uh, Twitter right there, Nico Bravo underscore 14. All right. And uh, you guys come go on what? On what day is, oh, is it? Thursday? Uh, sometimes we come out Wednesday. Sometimes we come out Thursdays. Now okay. it's just a matter of it's just a matter of you know um, you know everyone's working and stuff Scheduling like that. Scheduling so and stuff. We're like trying that. to we're trying to catch on the right time. You know. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Lay off, so, Mr. Softy. Mr. Softy is Mr. Softy uh, is legendary, bro. Is, is the real shit. deal. 
That's yes, that's the is. official tissue, please. That is super official tissue. You guys will be at the game on Tuesday, huh? Yes. Oh, I, I will not. Chris. Oh, I will not. Okay. You will not? Uh, are you going to watch it at least? Yes. Oh, for sure. Most okay, definitely. If go. the prices okay. are good enough, I might. But we'll you see. Got, you guys think that the prices will go down on this game? I think so. I, I Tuesday think so game. Also. The prices, it's not going to be the first appearance. I think it's going to be lower. Yeah, but I it might be his first good. start. Yeah, uh, yeah. It that, might be that, his that. first. You know, I don't think he's gonna start. I don't think he's gonna start just because I don't think he can put him out ninety minutes. And everybody keeps telling that's, me that he doesn't like getting taken off the field. That, and, and and that's exactly one of the reasons why I ha, I'm like fifty fifty about whether he starts or not. I, because if Messi starts, he plays ninety. Yeah, he's exactly. not come off. And and, so, I, and I don't I don't see that. Would Busquets be playing ninety? No, no, Busquets. You know what the thing is? Because they, like we said, like like you said, and and you so eloquently put, they float around. And because of that, I can see them playing 90 soon. I just, I think Tuesday is way too soon. I I don't see it, especially because you don't need to win anymore. Exactly. You want to win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, But I think because you just won this past game, you take it a little easier and you don't feel the pressure to win. If you get out with a draw, you're good at that point. Yeah, but so, at the same, but at the same time, you lost a lot of pieces. You know, you keep getting injuries left and right. Yeah, man. You know, and yeah. the, I, I think the roster is very thin right now. It's extremely it is thin. Very, very thin. Well, I guess, yeah. I guess. Uh, look, I know we went over this for the longest episode we've ever had, so we appreciate you sticking with us, Nico. Yeah, but no problem. St- starting eleven, Suarez. I'm sorry, not Suarez. Like I'm already throwing Suarez. Yeah, you're on the, on you're the 11. excited about that, yeah? <laughs> Campana okay. or Joseph up top. Next game to start, I'm gonna throw yeah. in Joseph. Joseph, if Messi, okay. If Messi doesn't start, I'll throw in Joseph. Okay. So do you think Campana finally gets to play with Messi on Tuesday? Yes. I hope so. I hope you're right. And then Noah Allen on our left back again? Has to be. Do you do, have Got you heard no anything about do you have you heard any idea when Jordi Alba might finally show up and play? Apparently he's flying in this week uh to do all the paperwork. So that's gonna take some time. You know, he's still waiting on the visa paperwork. So we'll see. Okay. As and long as it does, happens. Does Messi score on Tuesday? He's going to score a brace. Ooh. Ooh you know what? I, th- I think Joseph's going to score a hat trick. Oh, my God. So we're going to okay. have five goals? Let's go, baby. No, I, I, did, I didn't say Messi <laughs> was scoring. I think, I think Joseph, he showed up for big games. He showed up. Remember, he got a brace when he played against Atlanta the first yes. time. The first time he played. Yeah. Remember, it's yeah. Tata and Joseph playing against Atlanta again. Maybe, so maybe I that, went a little outlandish with the hat trick. Maybe not. But I think that Joseph scores. He gets on the board. And I think, I think because Messi and Joseph have kind of gotten cool with each other, I think yeah. Messi keeps him in mind. He tries to find him for, for a goal here or there. I, I think that, that that Joseph has another big game on, on Tuesday. Yeah, we're, we're hoping for that. Can't right? wait for it. Can't wait. Yeah. All right. Well, if you were listening on audio all the way to the end, I know it's a very long episode. But we appreciate you sticking all the way to the end. If you were watching on YouTube, Thank you for watching all the way to the end. And if you were in the chat, as always, you guys are the best part of the show. We appreciate you joining the show and contributing because without you guys, this just wouldn't be the same. Chris, any final thoughts for the people? Catch us up again sometime this week. Hopefully we do like a maybe a surprise episode or something. Maybe not. Yeah, we, we usually knows? come on on Wednesdays at 9 o'clock. But, man, and we apologize because we were supposed to come on this morning. Because I, I couldn't, I, I didn't want to wait, man. I just wanted to talk about this, but things just happened and we couldn't get on this morning. We wanted to do cafecito with the Herons, but we weren't able to do it. 
But hopefully we don't have to wait that long after Tuesday to record because, man, just, just getting it all out is just so fun. So we'll see. Yes, again, Nico, thank you again for joining us, everybody. Thank, thank you. you for Thank you guys for having me. And if you haven't already, no, like, subscribe, on. and we'll catch you guys either on Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll see. Have a good one.